Welcome back to D Plus Students. I'm Dakota. I'm Andy. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're here with a very special episode, probably one of my favorite episodes that we do. And it's our roundup of um, the past 10 movies that we've watched. So this will be uh, a roundup and a recap of um, episodes 21 to 30, if I'm not mistaken. You were right. It's it's absolutely wild that <laughs> we've done 30. Um and I know, like, we do it every two weeks, so, like, math times 10, you know, shenanigans. But looking back on the list, um, when I did the uh, – I didn't do a spreadsheet this week. But when I did the little tally of all of our ratings, I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> the other me is in this top 10. That feels like it was years ago. <laughs> that does feel like it was a really long time ago. Like, well, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire was a really long time ago because we were doing that around Halloween. Around oh, Halloween. man. Yeah, that's, that's so like true. six months ago at this point. And because we also yeah. had some some uh, time issues where I think Luck of the Irish was two weeks late and stuff like that. Um, but like, dang, 10, 10 episodes is a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I realized that before. We're in the middle of a global panorama. I mean, we were saying recently it's been my one year anniversary of doing this, and I was shocked. That sounds oh, crazy yeah, to dang. me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Cue up the good work. Eventually, we'll get your face on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm gonna I'm gonna superimpose a picture. I'm just gonna superimpose a picture of me onto it. <laughs> I actually really want you to do that now. Please, thank you. Okay, just, it's coming. Just a little photo bomb of you in the background. <laughs> yes, I'm just you peeping up behind you with him. Chris. <laughs> oh, it's like this. It's like well, the special appearances by. <laughs> and those people. No, that's the good spot to be in because when it's the with or the and, those people always make more money. Yeah, you're featured. Where are my coins, y'all? I'm waiting. Uh, You get um, an extra 25% of the zero dollars we make. (laughs) So if anybody wants to sponsor us, (laughs) we're waiting. (laughs) No, I think it's really cool because, you know, last year when Aaron and I moved um, from Florida to South Carolina, it was, you know, Chris was able to jump on and do some of the podcasts while we were really in between and in a transition period. We were literally moving. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, not not just because when we we got here, we got here around January um, of 2020 last year, and we hung out in a B&B, in an Airbnb with, like, with with another family. We stayed with them. And so we were able to do some stuff there, but then during the move and everything, it was really tough. Um, And we had all kind of said... Well, we'll just see who can who can do what each time. You know, if 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 I'm too busy at work, or Aaron has other things to do, you know, or Chris, and you know, occasionally we will all four of us be able to come together. We've done every single one all together. (laughs) Well, that's because every single time we're like, no, I really want to be a part of this one. No, I really love that one. I have to wait. Like, we have to be here for this one. And then we just kind of stopped. We just forgot that we were like, oh, yeah, you could tap out if we needed. Unless Mm. it was like the Jenny Project. We were like, if you need to tap out, Dakota, you can tap out. But, like, other than that, it hasn't been an availability issue. We've all made it a priority, which I think is super cool. Mm -hmm. There are definitely some I wish I had tapped out on (laughs) but by that point it's just too late (laughs) well i guess on that note aaron i guess we can go ahead and get into it i would just like to point out to our listeners that um earlier in the day andy sent us our d plus ranks like what we ranked them out of so for instance um for xenon (laughs) the sequel I ranked, <laughs> I ranked it five tubes of super glue and Margie's toenail polish. <laughs> and I would just like to point out that I am very creative. And, um, these are some bangers. And then also, some of this seems like it's a fever dream because I do not remember saying any of this. Absolutely. So um, just a quick rundown for all everyone else that forgot, because clearly we did. The top 10 of or the, the 20 section was The Other Me. Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Phantom of the Megaplex, Ultimate Christmas Present, Xenon the Zequel, which I'm proud to say my phone now recognizes as an autocorrect word, hey. um, Motocrossed, Luck of the Irish, Hounded, Jet Jackson the Movie, and The Jenny Project. 
Um, and normally I just send them like a spreadsheet with um, like our rankings and the average, but it's been a really busy time for me. So I just wrote down our rankings, but because I was listening to them and I thought they were really funny, um, I normally do the editing, so I've stopped kind of listening to our episodes since I listen to them so much while I while I create them. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard them since I edited them, so I was listening to them and I was like, "This is this is really funny." So I just <laughs> I, I put all of our rankings and not just the numbers this time because I thought that would be fun. Like if we had a favorite or something, like your your super glue in in Margie's <laughs> toenails, which I would have also forgotten. Like it's a good way to like remember certain plot points of the movies. That's true. Um, you, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, but for the other me, Aaron, what are eight wilfs? <laughs> you know, I read that, and I feel like on a deep spiritual level, I know what a wilf is, <laughs> but I can't embody that. It's more of an emotion. Okay. I, I, I don't know, man. So, so you don't remember. <laughs> Call him out like that. <laughs> Lord so Aaron. Aaron remembers what a wilf is. Uh, <laughs> let me know. Um, I kind of do. So in the other me, it's Will and his clone who they named oh, yeah. Chewie. And I think Aaron renamed Wilf. Or no, no, no. <laughs> now that I'm saying it, I remember he found the book that it was based off mm-hmm. of. And I think the main character's name was Wilf. And we're all like, what the fuck kind of name is Wilf? <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. I feel a lot better about that. Than Me too. Because I was... <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's awfully close to MILF, right? Like, I think that that's, that's the obvious connota- connection here. I'm sorry, what was the word you just used? <laughs> Never did I ever think that I would say MILF on this podcast. <laughs> you said it again. I'm sorry. What was that? Aaron, I'm ignoring you. Okay. So <laughs> I need you to explain it to me. I don't understand. I would like to talk about how funny I am. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Sometimes I don't necessarily think that I'm the funniest person on this podcast. However, I don't know, guys, because these are some bangers. Okay. Slices of pizza, beepers. Okay. Keys to the roof. Okay. Casual Santa looks for (laughs) ultimate Christmas present. That's great. (laughs) so good that was the best part of the movie see and i totally would have forgotten that was even a thing if i hadn't listened to it like tubes of super glue and margie's toenail polish i started getting specific in sync tickets for motocross a great pull uh bandana scars for luck of the irish we don't have to revisit that one Um, (laughs) (laughs) gummy worms that he tries to to give the dog or tries to like lure the dog with, I think. Um, I don't remember that, but oh no, I do. Shia LaBeouf was eating all his gummy worms. Okay. Mm, uh, no. Artemis hats. Not what that That's was. The- <laughs> I honestly don't even know. No. <laughs> Taj Mowry tries to lure the dog with gummy worms. Yeah, but Shia LaBe- there were Shia LaBeouf's gummy worms. I don't think they were. Uh, Artemis hats and mail trucks that Jenny steals. I'm a genius. This is is fire. Um, On a serious note, there were some really, this, this section was, um, had some really strong movies and some really weak ones. Uh, Yes. Oh, absolutely. The other two sections weren't necessarily like polarized as this section. Um, so for me, I don't know. I mean, I think. Uh, Mickey Rooney's not Mickey Rourke's is pretty funny <laughs> um, for Phantom of the Megaplex. It, all of the things for, that we did for Xenon the Zequel, which was uncomfortable glances between adults and minors. Yes. Wild <laughs> wedding dresses by Aunt Judy, protozoa bops, and tubes of super glue and Margie's toenail polish. All really fantastic uh, rankings. I like, I think that's probably, I think Xenon is probably the my favorite way that we ranked things. Yeah, and I feel like we can talk more about uh, what I actually thought of the where where each of the ten fall in a moment. So, sorry, I am doing math real fast because I realized I did not give anybody <laughs> the overall ranking, so I'm trying to fix that really fast. <laughs> um, so Chris, what about you? What 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 uh, rankings do you like, or what do you what do you have ob- uh, observation wise? Just looking at this list. 
yes, we are very funny. Um, <laughs> my my favorite one of mine is probably for motocross, where it was homoerotic pawn scenes, because <laughs> that definitely was a homoerotic pawn scene. And there's no denying Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I will never stop <laughs> screaming about that. I immortalized it, and I'm I'm okay with it. TikTok basically banned you for 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 posting that. <laughs> yeah, TikTok <laughs> shadow banned me or something for being too excited about the motocross gays. <laughs> but there's some really funny ones like Ultimate Christmas. I think it was Andy who did uh, five chocolate covered weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. No, <laughs> um, I think it's funny because I feel like we can kind of see where we enjoyed movies and where we didn't just based off of what we chose for our rankings. Like, I feel like nobody really enjoyed Hounded that much. And so all of our rankings were kind of very like mediocre. I can see that. I am reading through. I have recently, I got to a point where I wasn't listening to them and I got a couple behind and have started listening to them again, which is kind of fun because there's like a disconnect when I am listening to them later. I don't like, I I know what the person is going to say, but my brain doesn't necessarily be like, Oh, that's when you said this. I don't know. I think that, the bandana scarfs is probably one of my favorites. <laughs> Chocolate covered weatherman is a is a big one. I realized that during Mom's Got a Date, I was challenged with coming up with ten movie plots about selling your sister, and I actually started <laughs> making this list and then lost track and <laughs> lost it somewhere. <laughs> and I also am apparently entitled to one Alanis Morissette joke per episode, and I do not <laughs> capitalize on this enough. Ah, oh, you had such a moment. <laughs> I know. So again, I don't really listen to these until or since I post them, but I would uh, click on the episode, and the the first thing would pop up, and then I would scroll trying to find our viewing. So whenever I wrote, I saw something really silly. I I started giggling, and I was like, I'm gonna write this in there just just for fun. Just for funsies. <laughs> Going back to the Alanis Morissette jokes, is that something? Is that a rule that we put in place? <laughs> it was during Phantom of the Megaplex, and I think Aaron made multiple doo-doo movie theaters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, good. I did just see a. Uh, I'm plugging someone else's media now, but I saw a TikTok that this person was like, "Did you know that the 2000s are called the early aughts?" And then they made a playlist of that kind of music, like early 2000s, late, or, well, the whole 2000, 2000 to 2009, um, called You Oughta Know. Oh. And I was like, I really, I really <laughs> have to know what that's about. <laughs> I was like, I know it's the odds. I don't think it's that reason, but that is the best reason I've ever heard. And the and the um the picture is uh, Alanis Morissette and uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh man! Okay. They used to date. What? Wait, really? What? You didn't know that? Yeah. No. No. After Dave Coulier, before Blake Lively. <laughs> wow, that was a joke you made. <laughs> Seven degrees of Alanis Morissette. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'd like to. Uh, Andy, I, are you still doing some addition? I, I just finished. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, I just wanted to say, like, um, I think it was Aaron that literally just said uh, we had some really highs and really big lows. Um, or, or maybe Chris. I don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, it, it was me, but that's fine. <laughs> Wait, seriously? God damn it. <laughs> we do sound so similar. You do. That's what happens when you're married, I think. You become the same person. You don't really think we sound similar, do you? No, I don't. Don't think <laughs> okay. I'm upset that you were upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, either way, regardless, yes. So we had Motocrossed, which was a full 10 out of 10. We all loved it, all, all across the board. Phantom of the Megaplex was a full across the board 9. And then Mom's Got a Date had an average of nine, and both the other me and Luck of the Irish had an average of eight. But then we have <laughs> Jet Jacks in the movie, um, which had a six, uh, Jenny Project, which had an average of five, and Ultimate Christmas Present, which had a four, 
and Xenon, which had a five. So like we we definitely hit lower. Or no, where was it? Where hounded? I missed hounded. I was like, that one was the lowest. Where'd it go? It's a three. It Ooh. had an average of two point seven five. So like, yeah, we had some real hits, and then we were like, and at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we also had a perfect 10 and a perfect 9, though. So, I mean, yeah. there's some yeah. real dichotomy as far as our record of voting here. Right. Yeah. Our first perfect 10. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Our first for all of us, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like, we had some rounded 10s. Like, I know Johnny Tsunami was one of the first ones. I don't remember what the other one was. But, yeah. Motocross wins! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking, and I'm I'm looking at with the rounding. It's only Johnny Tsunami so far, okay. from what I can see. Now, I do want to say that we did have some debate as far as which was better, Brink or Motocross, and we did see <laughs> some professional opinion <laughs> on this. Um, uh, Eric Von Detten has weighed in <laughs> and agrees that... Brink is the superior movie. <laughs> I think there's some caveats yeah. there, if I remember them. Yeah. Okay, so I paid Eric Von Detten to say that Brink is the better movie. Did this happen? Wait, what? <laughs> Did you not know this, Chris? No, what's going on? I used a popular app uh, where you can pay actors to leave messages, video messages for people. Mm-hmm. And I had Eric Von Detten um, leave a message for Dakota explaining that Brink is better than Motocrossed. In case <laughs> oh there was any God. question. <laughs> so actually, in terms of sponsorship, we're negative dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, did, we didn't say their name. <laughs> yeah. So Eric Von Detten, a couple of things about him. Number one, he did shout out that he thought it was very cool that we had this podcast. So that's cool. He didn't announce the name of the podcast. He just said it was cool that we had this podcast. <laughs> Number two, that man has not seen or thought of this movie in like, I don't know how long. How long has it been since this movie came 20 out? 20 years, mm-hmm. easy. At least. Okay. All right. He hasn't thought about it in 19 years and six months. Okay. <laughs> so like, <laughs> he, he was like, the rollerblade. <laughs> Oh my god. The villain. <laughs> the competition. He had there was no mention of Pup and Suds. There was no mention of Team X Blades. There was no mention of Val. Uh his friend Gabriella. There was absolutely nothing. Um, this man has not thought about this movie and he does not care. Which is interesting because in his bio on the app, it's- Brink is the first thing that's mentioned, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe maybe that was inspired by you. Maybe he <laughs> edited Brink it afterwards. And days of our lives. Not Princess Diaries, no. <laughs> but Princess okay. Diaries. Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah. So let's see. Does anybody have a new favorite movie? Slash, is it Motocross? Because Motocross is the best. <laughs> it's Motocross. <for> me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Eric Von Detten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, over Brink. Oh shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Phantom of the Megaplex caught me by surprise. Yeah? I oh, did yeah. not go into it thinking it was going to be as awesome as it was. And it hit a lot of the notes for me. So I don't know to say it's my favorite, but it is definitely one that I will rewatch. Nice. I appreciate that. Because mm-hmm. I, I think that was our nine, and I still really liked it. And have fond memories from watching it. But to me, it's still I still forget about it all the time. And I don't know why. Um, like, I saw it on the list and I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> I think because it's a Halloween movie. And so, like, you only want to watch it during a certain point in time of the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe you're not like me. And, but I only want to watch certain movies during cer- certain periods of time. But, and it, but it does a lot of things that something like Ultimate Christmas Present does not. Um which is mostly just be good and memorable um, <laughs> and, and have have good, moderately good acting. I'm ragging pretty hard on Christmas present. I've got to say that 
I think that as far as the story goes, Christmas Present might be my least favorite. No, it's Hounded. It's Hounded. <laughs> Hounded is the worst on this list. And then Christmas Present and then Jenny Project. Even though I don't want to ever watch that movie again and I didn't really enjoy it, mm-hmm. I thought the story was better yeah. than, than Christmas Present. Oh, no. I think that's totally fair. I mean, my new favorite's Hounded <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I've watched How it like. Dare you? <laughs> I've watched it like eight <laughs> times since then, y'all. What are you talking about? <laughs> no motocross. No, because I am interested to to think about what you think. No motocross definitely uh, took my top spot as the number one film we've watched so far. Um, I believe before it was Halloween Town, and that's still that's still probably second for me. Um, but motocross, you just like, there's nothing wrong about that movie. It's just so good. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, I'm looking at like my own personal rankings. And obviously, like we said, motocross is 10 across the board. The only ones to ever get nines from me in this section, which is kind of wild. Because again, I'm known for inflating my score was um, again, Phantom of the Megaplex and the other me, which I don't know why holds a special place in my heart, but it does. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of it is just kind of blah. They're all like sevens. Some are even fives, and then we had like you know, the the sad ones. <laughs> we had Jenny Project, and we had Hounded, and Ultimate Christmas, which were just again Jenny Project was a fine movie, um, but it just it didn't hit the notes that we normally need it to, and it's kind of a bummer to see it like grouped in the bottom with those others. And mm-hmm. Xenon the sequels, Xenon the sequel got a, a five, um, but that one was just wild aliens all the time forever. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to agree with you that I think that Xenon probably deserves better overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. In this grouping, it's tough. It's yeah, because we have one. such big swings. I guess we all hoped for better with Xenon because clearly we love the first, or at least most of us do. Um, mm-hmm. So I think like that just kind of took a double whammy where it wasn't a great movie and it and it didn't live up to our expectations. So that was a bummer. Does anybody have a favorite part in any movie or a weirdest part that you're just like still concerned about to this day? Oh, I have so many. Um, (laughs) When I listen to the shows, I'm always, when I listen, re-listen to it, I'm always like, oh man, we forgot to touch on blank. And then it doesn't come up again. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm trying to think of what some of those are. Yes. That are just weird and obscure, like, well, why did this happen? Ooh, that re- that reminds me. I do have a part of that. I talked about it a little bit in, I think, Luck of the Irish, and then I edited it out because it didn't really make sense in context. So I'll talk about it here. Our favorite list to look at, which is concerning us a little bit, the feminist list that Dakota brings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In I think this was this was a while ago, but in Brink, I think Brink got like a bad score because of Gabrielle, even though Gabrielle was great because it is a boys movie, quote unquote, or, you know, it's, you know, only about guys and skating and stuff like that. Uh, and there's yeah. no like, you know, it doesn't pass the Bechtel test. It doesn't pass um, really anything else. Like it's just it just is what it is. And Gabrielle is a great character, but it's not a feminist movie. Luck of the Irish, I think we argued was a good movie because Gabriella was, or no, uh, sorry. I think we called her Gabriella in the episode too. Shit. Her name was Bonnie because mm-hmm. Bonnie was, um, a great character. She was on the list and we were like, well, we do love Bonnie, but it still doesn't make it a feminist movie. Bonnie is amazing. But if Gabriella wasn't enough to carry the movie, why is Bonnie enough to carry the movie? Um, so I found that kind of strange, um, and I was just curious if you guys had thoughts or anything like that. I I agree with what you're saying. My issue with the Bonnie thing is that she still, at the end of the day, she doesn't gain anything on her own because she still needs Leprechaun Grandfather to help her stand up to her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Gabriella from the get-go is... Very like, this is who I am. I'm doing this not because it's a boy's thing. I'm doing it because it's something I'm passionate about. So it's weird that it doesn't stack up. And one doesn't stack up and the other does. And personally, I think that Gabrielle is a better character. I, I agree with that. 
I think she's more necessary to the plot of Brink than Bonnie is to... Oh, Lucky God, what's the other movie? Lucky the Irish. <laughs> I would like to just point out that I heard you guys talking about Bonnie. My mind went to Rip Girls, and I was, like, trying to figure out who the heck's name was Bonnie and Rip Girls, and I couldn't figure um, I was very confused, and then you said Leprechaun Grandfather, and I was like, oh, shit. We're talking about Lucky the Irish. So I do have the list pulled up here, and Brink is number 46, uh, so obviously 50 being the least feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, but still feminist, because, again, we not all of these – movies not all of our movies are on the list um and look at the irish is 21 so yeah. it's like a very big difference from 46 to 21 however i've read what it says again and it, basically it's talking about toxic masculinity without saying toxic masculinity in mm-hmm. val i think mm-hmm. and and brink as well um uh andy uh andy brink brink or brink um <laughs> is what i mean not just the entire movie um however in Luck of the Irish, there's also the mom. And I think that that's something that we forget about a lot. That, like, she's t- a total badass. Yeah. Um, and very much in charge. So there's really more than just Bonnie there. However, I completely disagree where Luck of the Irish is on this list. And I think that we've talked about that. Like, it should be... I don't necessarily know if Brink should have been lower. Um, but Luck of the Irish should have been, like... Well, I guess the other way. Brink should have been, like... A little bit higher, maybe. And look, the Irish should be a, a lot lower to me. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's fair. Like, I think that was just the the huge jump. Like, I didn't. I don't think I remember that it was a twenty space jump. But like, I knew that Brink scored really low, but was on the list. And then I knew that Luck of the Irish scored above average. And I was like, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. The the mom is is pretty awesome. So she does bring a lot to the table. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, I was like, these are really only like. You know, the female best friend, and you're saying in one movie she's not enough, and in the other movie she's amazing. And I was like, eh, but in the other movie she didn't have a ton of agency. So, it, right. I don't know. It was a mm. weird balance for me. And I, I think I brought that up at the end of Look of the Irish, and then I, I cut myself because I was just like, <laughs> Meh, this is really, really random. But here we right. are. I want to do it in the right. universe. <laughs> No, yeah, I think I pointed out in Luck of the Irish that I thought that the character arc of Bonnie was good and a little feminist just because she does get, she does want to go into a more male-dominated sport industry and she does finally do that. But then Aaron did point out that she doesn't do it by herself. She does it with the help of a man, the grandpa. In the end of the day, it's true. It's not as fulfilling for the female character as a story arc as much as it is um for brink probably yeah yeah i mean i think that for me i mean if i'm trying to and i I do this a lot you know i'm always trying to compare oh if i'm comparing it to xenon if i'm comparing it to can of worms you know um (laughs) i I couldn't make it through an episode without mentioning my least favorite ecom of all time um i don't know though hounded might be the worst Right. It absolutely is not. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Name names then, Aaron. Name names. <laughs> the bubble people one. <laughs> you mean the dad from the Jenny Project? <laughs> no, he's probably the best part of what is an awful experience. <laughs> Cosmo Cola. <sighs> I literally, I think I said this in the episode, but I literally had a holy shit moment like in the middle of my work day because like I didn't Google, I didn't wiki anybody. And I was just like, I know the dad and I know the dad from another decom. Why don't know the dad? And I just couldn't think about it. I can't it. believe you didn't recognize him immediately. I know. Well, I just, he wasn't a bubble. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but I yeah I was like literally in the middle of work and I was working at like a toy store and I was like Jesus Christ he is a bubble (laughs) it's Cosmo Cola (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh this is an inappropriate place to have that revelation okay (laughs) I mean I didn't even have it until you guys were talking about it on the podcast so that's true better than me I was like wait really (laughs) looking man like he put his head up and I was like oh that's him (laughs) I think that for me 
I'm having a really hard time figuring out whether I would place Brink or Motocrossed one and two. I think it depends on my day. I think that Motocrossed, it, it gives me lots of feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it makes me feel empowered. And it makes me watch this story. And I think she's really cool. Brink gives me this sense of like friendship. And it just makes me feel good and feel happy. And it's also one of the first movies that I ever saw as I was approaching like my teenage years that I really mm. felt like this is, this is being a teenager. And so I, there's mm. a, there's a nostalgia with Brink that there isn't there for motocross. But I think as far as like liking the movie, I like motocross better, but I, I honestly, they're, they're really one and two just depending on how I'm feeling. And I'm, I, I can't really, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll try next time, but I don't think that I can I can do that roundup. Everything else really falls in between. I'm still really happy, and I think that uh, if we were to rank everything among everything else, which I know that we're going to do at some point in the future, um, I really think that everything will kind of stand up next to the rankings that I've given other things as well. Um, it would be interesting to see the bottom. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I, I feel I, I'm not quite sure how low I've ranked certain things. Um, for me, Can of Worms still really bad. Hounded really bad. Um, and I, I think that it, it would be interesting to kind of recategorize the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just like, again, I'm just looking at the list of ten that we've done, and I just I still can't believe that those were the last 10 that we saw because some just like full on drop off the list for me. Like I forget Ultimate Christmas Present Exists. I forget Xenon mm-hmm. the Sequel. I forget Hounded. Um, I forget Journey Project and even Jet Jackson. Like because there are just so many that are that are ingrained, I think, in my life. And then the ones that I just like straight up forget about, like Luck of the Irish, Other Me um, and and motocross and that's it like and and mom's got a date and phantom like fall in between where i'm like oh yeah i remember really liking that movie but then the others i'm like that existed i'm sorry <laughs> there's like a very very small medium in there but everything else is just a dichotomy anyone else uh have any observations about uh about this group of 10 I can't believe we're already at 30 episodes. I know. And I I feel like there's not a ton of things that, like, group these 10 together. Like, they're all so random, I feel like. Which is why it's kind of hard to compare them. Like, none of them are the same. (laughs) Yeah, I think this, this, like, group of movies, a lot of them are seasonal. So, like, um, Look Mm -hmm. of the Irish, Ultimate Christmas Present, even Phantom and Mom's Got a Date. They're all kind of based around a holiday. Yeah, that's four of the ten. That's forty percent. Yeah. So there, a lot of the other ones, and like some of the ones that we love the most, they're they're not. They're just like standalone movies that you can watch any time of the year. So I think in our minds that we probably have like a better or like a bigger love for them, just because we can watch them whenever, and they probably were playing when we were younger a lot more than they were now, and we probably have like so much more nostalgia for them. Like Motocross, I have like I love that movie just because I've seen it so many times and it's a great movie. But um, like I would say the top three here: Motocross, Phantom, and Mom's Got a Date. And I've seen those movies so many times, and I'm not saying I have good taste <laughs> as a child. Um, but yeah, I've watched those movies so many times when I was younger. So I think yeah, that... and those are our top three. Those are nine, nine, and ten. Like everything else fell below that. mm Hmm. And um, I, I forgot that Ultimate Christmas Present existed. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it existed yeah. before this. I somewhat remember it now. I really just remember the gay elves. Um, <laughs> other than that, I don't remember much. But it was just a forgettable Hallmark Christmas movie at the end of the day. Whereas, yeah. like, a lot of the other ones were, like, a lot more, like, they had more story and just, like, a lot more you can grab onto. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I so said this have... during Ultimate Christmas Present, but if you just look at the bare bones, like two girls make it snow on Christmas using Santa's weather machine, you think it's going to be great. And I feel like that's why I remembered it, because I remembered that plot point, and I remembered Brenda Song was starring in it, mm-hmm. um, and I remembered the elves. But like everything else, I'm like, wow, there's a reason I forgot this. <laughs> and makes, <laughs> like, like none of it, none of it tracks, none of it is memorable. It didn't, it didn't flow well. Um, so I mostly just remember the trailer and probably being like, oh, that's a cool concept. And then it just, it, it didn't live up to the concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we've got a couple more questions, just kind of things that we've asked on our previous roundups that I think are interesting. Does anyone have a favorite character from any of these episodes, any of these movies? I mean, it's it's a cop-out, but Andy from Motocross. Oh, yeah. And Dean. Actually, Dean. Dean and his leather pants and his stupid, <laughs> stupid, bisexual, uh, gay panic. <laughs> I feel like I remember having some feels about him when I was younger, you know? <laughs> he was a type. Yeah, oh, He sure. absolutely was a type. <laughs> He's so cute. Aww. <laughs> I, I really like... Um, Margie from Xenon the Zequel. You know what's funny? I was curious if you were going to say that. Because she had some growth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I think I'm really proud of her. I'm proud of how far she's come. Um, And I I enjoyed watching her overall, I think. Um, And instead of going with the obvious answers, which I agree with, with uh, Motocross, of course, but... um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna say Margie. What about you, Aaron? Anything? Um, I can't think of the name of the character, but the main character from Phantom of the Megaplex. I was gonna guess that for you too. Mm. <laughs> and I also had a problem remembering his name, but I remembered he was cute and he solved mysteries in a in a theater. <laughs> so there you go. Right. He's just like he's here to do his job. He tries to give everyone what they want, and when there's a huge problem, he cracks down and figures it out. Heck yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, my favorite is definitely Jenny from the Jenny Project. Yes. I mean, <laughs> obviously. You know, obviously. <laughs> 10 out of 10, Jims. Yep. And, and uh, Aaron, his name is Pete. Which I did not remember in the slightest. Pete, yeah. I don't think so that's there's true. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> Disney likes to name their characters Andy a lot, huh? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh yeah, Andy Brinker and Andrea Carson. Yeah. And Andrew Carson. And Andrew. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Andy was his name too. That's um, okay. He's he's not the there for point. a real reason. <laughs> Um, cool. Chris, do you have, is, is Jenny really your favorite or do you have another favorite? Are you saying it's not? (laughs) (laughs) No, I love Jenny. Um, I do like the brother sister duo a lot in Phantom as well. I think they were a lot of fun, even though they didn't listen to their, their brother at all. Um, I thought that was cool. The little brother was your fave. Yeah. I love the, I love the little brother and I love a good, like whodunit mystery. So how can I not love them for trying to solve it? I would do the same thing. Oh, yeah, and the little brother always yelling, the Phantom of the Megaplex strikes again! <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a cool movie. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I do want to rewatch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, have your opinions on any of these movies changed after watching them now? Any? So I think that we wrote this question um, where we, and I, I think this has happened a couple of times for us. My first thought for me is, um, Luck of the Irish is what I'm going to call out for me specifically. I remember really, really liking it as a kid. And then I don't know if I just watched it too much or it was just always on. And then on the rewatch, I mean, it was good. I don't remember what I ranked it. I ranked it a seven. Um, it was good. It just, eh, it's not my favorite. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's not that it changed, um, from nostalgia because I've never seen the movie before. But I ranked Judd Jackson really high. I think I ranked it an eight. And I stand by that I think it was a good movie and the production quality was good. But like I said uh, before, like it's just it's just one that drops off the face of the earth for me. Like I keep seeing it in the ranking and being like, Oh yeah, that was a movie. So I feel like maybe for that reason I should have I should have lowered it a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't I didn't really remember a lot about the movie to begin with, but just based off of the original um zine on the sequels definitely changed in my mind a bit it wasn't a very good movie and i don't think i can't imagine i would think it was a very good movie when it came out but um it just wasn't good and i think just in my mind i'm thinking of the original xenon and how good that was and how much i loved that 
And you ranked it a seven. I'm just nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're feeling charitable that day. Yeah, honestly, it's really just for the galaxy is ours. <laughs> that and deserved a seven. Rate, yeah, yeah, I was like, you did rate it by protozoa bobs. And by protozoa bobs, I mean, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, like, honestly, that's one of the redeeming Wake qualities up, of that. Wake me up and take me to the uh, stars. When I tell you I listened to that nonstop after watching that movie. <laughs> I did um, add it to a playlist and listen to it quite often. Me too. But other than, like, that, everything else, like, my favorite movies out of here like going into them I knew I liked them and the ones that I didn't like I either didn't see before watching them for this or I didn't have like very good memories of them like the only one that's like really low for me is the other me I think and I feel like I thought I liked that better when I saw it younger than I did now but even then I didn't remember much of the movie the other me does surprise me. Like, I, I ranked it an eight. I really did enjoy watching it, and it held my attention. And I, I remember seeing it. I think once I watched it, I remembered seeing parts of it. But uh, it's it's the one for me, I think, on this list that I completely forget about. And it's probably because it was the first one on this list. Like, <laughs> it was number 21, right? So mm. that was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. I know we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but I'm just looking through the list, and... I know, I think we're all very funny, but I really enjoyed Aaron's uh, descriptors for his rankings because they're all so specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, How so? Yeah, like I, I really enjoyed 10 out of 10 plots to sell your sister from Mom's Gonna Date with a Vampire. I think that's one of my favorites. Oh my God, frozen Christmas corpses for Ultimate Christmas? <laughs> I forgot about that um, one. I also liked uh, 8 out of 10 middle schoolers singing Woody Guthrie protest songs and Look at the Iron <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have to make Aaron, Aaron's head any bigger than it already is. Like, we don't have to, to, to. He's Lord Aaron for a reason. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> he is very funny, and I do think that his, his rankings are funny. <laughs> I have to remind the audience occasionally that I do like my <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I have a question So a lot of these movies I think we ranked a little bit higher I noticed this on our last review that um, what was the one with uh, The Color of Friendship Yeah, When we mm -hmm. initially watched it we ranked it a lot higher and then going back when we did our review, it was like, well, thinking about it, I maybe would have ranked it lower. There are some issues with, you know, rethinking it. Mm -hmm. um, first part of that is, do you, are there any on here that you wish you had ranked differently? Like in a retrospect? Zine uh, on the sequel, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Because <laughs> I really didn't like that movie as much as a seven, so. Yeah, I mean, I already mentioned that I probably should have lowered Jet Jackson. Um, I did indeed give it an eight now that I'm looking at the list. Um, but I also ranked Ultimate Christmas Present and Xenon also kind of high. I mean, not the highest, um, but I ranked it a five for Ultimate Christmas Present. It was probably more of a three or a four. Mm -hmm. um, and Xenon, I ranked it a six, and it's probably more of a four or a five. Like... I think other totally. ones, because we did like them, like even though you guys don't love Other Me so much on the recap, I still, it still has a sp space in my heart. So I think that still fits. Um, I think the others I did okay by. Um, with Hounded, I gave it a three. And Jenny Project, I gave it a five. That could maybe be a four. But I think everything else, I was pretty good about like policing my inflation this time around. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree, Andy. I think you did a really good job this time around. Um, and uh, and a lot of our rankings are really similar. Yeah. Um, for me, I think Ultimate Christmas Present, I, I shouldn't have given it a four. I should have ranked it lower um, because it's probably my overall least favorite. No, Hounded still. <laughs> See, I could have yeah. just given Hounded like a two as well. But I think that what it was is that I wanted to reserve that space for can of worms can of worms <laughs> which, which was at least a seven let's be honest <laughs> um so i mean i think i really do think that we should publish our 
rankings like one through 30 even maybe on the website or something like that and it would be interesting to see when you have to make a determination where things fall yeah totally um the other part of my question was um are there any movies on this list or that we've watched that you think simply don't hold up to the test of time because I think that like these movies came out 20 years ago and where we yeah. are like culturally and the things that we're willing to accept mm-hmm. is a mm. lot different. Um, I think for me, a perfect example is mom's got a date and I think we kind of touched on it, but like the villain is arguably like propped up as one of the better characters. He's yeah, absolutely true. one of the better actors. Um, Charles you Shaughnessy, about it, this you're just is too a, cute, my man. <laughs> this is a man who's obsessed with the fact that he thinks that he deserves things from other people, and like, and of course, specifically women. Right. We we don't need to uh, to promote or hold this up like, oh, here's this really cool character, and he's just got this one little flaw that. You know, he <laughs> that he is a literal vibes. predator in every sense of the word <laughs> and like in the same retrospect with that movie like the brother like sells off his mom and his sister <laughs> to like go see a a, a concert yeah like, and we still rank this 9 out of 10 <laughs> I mean it was I good. think it's one of the trickier ones because it's harder to if, if the bad part of movies is that the villain was bad uh, or the villain had bad traits, it's easier to, like, look past. Like, obviously, we don't want to promote that, and Aaron made a good point of, like, he's clearly the most charismatic um, person in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. So it's harder to, like, be like, he is the villain. But I don't know. I think because it's Disney, like, they all had certain issues, like, like the uh, like the issues with, um, what was it? Don't look under bed was like mildly inappropriate. Um, we didn't mm-hmm. understand uh, the the logic in in you lucky dog. Uh, Miracle in Lane Two. It's a serious story, but they did it too slapstick in a way that I don't think any of us liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it's Disney, it's already a bit um, purified. Is not the word I'm looking for. Pasteurized, maybe. I don't know if that's the right word either. But something like that. It's already. It's already watered down a bit. Um, yeah. So I think they each had, like, issues. But I don't know that any of them didn't necessarily hold up um, because of those issues. Well, and we yeah. always talk about looking at these movies, like, through the lens of the time that they were created. Because if you hold these things to our standards today, it's it they're all going to fail for, for one thing or another. Mm-hmm. I mean... Heck, J- Jackson fails because technology has evolved in 20 years, you know? So um, it's not necessarily even just social. or They don't hold up in that, like, we're, we're less likely to like them in today's movies, but they still exist. Like, the wise or magical uh, minority, you know? Like, that's in a couple right. of these movies. Um, and that's a trope we do not like, and we have pointed it out when we saw it, but... Unfortunately, it does still exist today, so it's not a reason this movie necessarily fails, you know? But I will say that as far as, like, that trope specifically, it just makes me think because uh, one of Aaron's favorite movies um, is uh, Legend of Bagger Vance, and it's something that he's like, oh, I really want to watch that again. And when we watch it, that's not necessarily... I mean, it's definitely, definitely... Uh, most of the plot of the entire movie. Um, but the movie's so good on its own, too, that, yes, you got to look through it at a different lens, but the rest of the movie's not necessarily cringy and, and, like, kind of hard to get through. And I think that in some cases, some of these movies are. But that's also just kind of Disney. Sometimes I've always felt that, I don't know. Personally, I feel like around the time of Hannah Montana... Disney kind of turned and it got real cringy. Like some of these shows were just hard to watch. The movies <laughs> got crazy. It felt very Nickelodeon-y in a way that like I couldn't watch those shows. It was tough to get through. 
now that I'm going back and watching the movies, I mean, I think some of it I'm I'm a little biased or very biased of. Some of it, they do the movies really well, and some of it, it really is just ridiculous. And I think it just depends on the director and the actors and the script, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just like Aaron has a, a favorite older movie, like one of my favorite Disney movies of all time is Peter Pan. Like I have a tattoo from the movie. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, I, I've cosplayed some of the characters. I still love Peter. That has some very obvious issues. Yeah. Um, there's yep. an entire song called What Makes a Red Man Red. Like, it's not good if it were to be released today. But, uh, again, like, looking at it through the, the eyes of nostalgia and or the time period of which it was written and what in that, like, it didn't mean harm at the time or at least not in the same way. Um we kind of we kind of forgive it for those faults, and I think there's also like if there are these things that happen future in the future, is it something that we can slap a, uh, you know, a label on at the beginning of the movie and say, hey, the, the, here are some things that were happening, or here here are some uh, themes of the movie that you know we, you might want to be aware are going to be in there, or in some cases, can we take that scene out completely and it doesn't really do anything to to harm the integrity of the movie. Those are things that I think that I don't, because I'm not a huge fan of the cancel culture, but there are things and there are ways to, to make things a lot better in today's world and still keep the integrity and the, the, the idea and the spirit of the, the movie or the media or whatever it was. That's not necessarily quite as relevant um, of a statement for, for these, but you know, who's to say what these movies are going to, what the, what these movies are going to look like in 10 or 20 more years. Like what are we going to think then? Yeah. And I think the thing is we see a lot of remakes of movies nowadays of like older movies and they do change like a lot of things about them that could probably be seen as problematic in the originals. So if they were to remake any of these movies, I'm sure they would, it would be a completely different like subject. It would be a completely different topic and things that we find like not so keen would be taken out of the movie completely. Yeah. Brenda Song's character in Ultimate Christmas Present would actually get like spoken to in a different way and her dad probably wouldn't be dead and, and mm. mom only worked. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. would just be a different like, yeah. idea. Like, she might have an actual char- character arc in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's a great point because the casting that they do is actually usually not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the the lines and the the arcs that these characters have, it's a lot of times it's still leaves me wanting more. Uh, there is only so much that you can do in a decom that's, you know, 70 minutes long with like, I don't know, with eight a or nine rating. commercial breaks in there. <laughs> right. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but you know, nice. I do have the list of the next 10. If we're interested in, and obviously not talking about it extensively, but in looking forward. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's pick out one or two that we're excited about. Go ahead. Okay. The next 10 in order are Jumping Ship, Poof Point, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Twas the Night, and that's the last movie of two, tw- uh, 2001. And then entering 2002, we're already there, guys. It is, I mean, it feels like a year. I mean, it has been a year. Goddamn, never <laughs> mind. Scratch that. Then in 2002, we have Double Teamed, Cadet Kelly, True Confessions, Get a Clue, Gotta Kick It Up, and Ring of Endless Light. Oh, my God. Okay. So I think of those 10, I only haven't seen one of them. Oh, dang. Okay. I have not seen a single movie on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I haven't seen two of them. Dang. Okay. Yeah. I, I've got a good half and half situation going on. Any that we're excited about and or super not excited about? <laughs> the whole um, back half I'm excited for. Got to it up. <laughs> Uh, I say si se puede all the time, <laughs> and Aaron has no idea what I'm talking about. Um, and uh, Ring of Endless Light, uh, the book is fucking amazing and was one of my very favorite books um, growing up. And so Ooh. when they made the movie, I was so, so, so excited. Um, movie, not as good as the book. When is it ever? <laughs> um, but I'm excited to watch that again as well. Um, uh, 
I think you mentioned like Get a Clue, mm-hmm. also a banger. Mm-hmm. Cadet Kelly, the, really the back half of this uh, of this list I'm really excited mm-hmm. for. I'm really excited for Double Teamed. I really yes. remember loving that movie, and which is shocking because of my hatred of sports movies. <laughs> possible spoiler alert. Um, but I'm excited for that one. I'm really excited it's for. Probably better that we that we say it's a sports <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, it doesn't hold up say? today. That title. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, gotta kick it up. I love that movie. Get a clue. I love that movie. Obviously, Halloween Town. I love those movies for mm-hmm. the most for the most part. Um, Jumping Ship. I love the actors in it. There's some really good bangers in here. I've never heard of A Ring of Endless Light. So. Oh, it was, it was, I don't remember if it was good or not, but the book's really good. Yeah, we'll get to it in like, never... we'll get to it in like six months now, but I'm excited for that. <laughs> I don't remember Poof Point. I know we've talked about it before, but I don't think I've seen it. I feel like it came out, or, okay, you know what, we'll get to that. And I'll talk about it, but I think it came out around the time of another movie, and I think the plot is something similar. You know how that tends to happen? Yeah. Like, th- yeah. those movies about sleeping with the other person, and then you fall in love with that person. Like, Friends with Benefits and whatever the other one was, they came out the same year, and sometimes movies just tend to do that. Yeah. Um, no, from what I remember about uh, this movie, it is a plot point, like a plot line that's very overused in movies. We might have actually seen it in movies we've gone through already. I don't think so, but... I think either we'll see it or we will in the future, um, a similar plot. But I think it stars, um, I feel like the sister-sister twins are in it. Maybe. Really? Okay. Or at least Taj Maori is in it. Interesting. Because, yeah, I know we've brought it up in the past, but whenever we've brought it up, I thought it was in a movie that's way in the future. Um, mm. Me too, me too, me too. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so for me, when I hear Poof Point... I think about that point I reach at every buffet when I probably <laughs> should stop eating. But I'm not Anna. <laughs> <laughs> you, you nailed it on the head. <laughs> it's accurate. <laughs> I I am also excited for double teamed um Chris, mm-hmm. that's that's a movie that I really, really heavily remember because of what happens in the movie, mm-hmm. the plot. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember my heart. I remember like breaking. Um, mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting. Yes. So I, slight I, spoiler. <laughs> I am excited for slash remember really well, Halloween Town two, double teamed. Yep. Get a clue. I actually, I, I, I quote part of that movie all the time in my brain because I don't think anybody would ever know what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> Just so good. And like, I'm very interested to see how that one holds up. Yes. Continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember enjoying Got It, Kick It Up, but I don't necessarily yep. remember the beats in that movie. Um, and then I know everything that happens in Cadet Kelly. And mm-hmm. uh-huh. I remember not liking that movie. Um, so we'll see how it how I feel about it on the rewatch because I remember uh-huh. seeing it, understanding what it was trying to do, and not loving it. I can please, we'll, I can see we'll that for there. sure. Yeah, yeah. Based on how we're talking about these, what do you think? <laughs> I remember when Cadet Kelly came out. I mm. didn't see it, but I remember hearing people like talk about it and there being some hype around it. Um, so I am intrigued, but I don't know. I just don't, I'm, I'll just take it, take it when it gets here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the other five? That's the first five you listed and then we can. Oh, um, well, th- those were really the big ones. I don't know that I've seen the rest of them. Um, again, I'm not sure about Poof Point. I don't think I've seen Jumping Ship, even though I know it's got the Lawrence Brothers. I remember all the ads. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't remember Twas the Night at all. I remember the title, oh, True okay. Confessions, um, but I don't know if I knew, oh. I've seen the movie. And if mm. I have, I don't think I remember liking it because um, it just has like a weird feeling about it where I'm like, mm, I think I've seen you, but I really don't know. True True Confessions isn't going. It, it's not at all the same. I, I I don't remember a lot, but it's going to have the same vibes around it, and and definitely the same vibes around how they promoted it as the color of friendship. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what's the last one? 
Um, and then Ring of Endless Light is the last one, which oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I have not read the book. And I don't think I've seen the movie. I remember like the storyline being a big deal at the time. Um, but I feel like it was one of those movies that made me feel like it was going to be sad and therefore I didn't watch it. <laughs> I think it, it, is, it does have this overall sadness to it, just like Wrinkle in Time. It's written by the same person who wrote Wrinkle in Time. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. I also haven't well, read yeah, or watched that as, movie. As far as true <laughs> confessions, um, I'm really glad that Chris is backing me up here about this. That like It, it was definitely targeted and advertised as something serious yeah okay now i think i vaguely remember this and i definitely saw it and i don't feel like i liked it but we'll Mm -hmm. see no it's a very it's a serious one i'm interested to see how that holds up today and how we react to it and see if we find Uh, things that are wrong with it (laughs) yeah all right well do we have anything else to say about the top 10 that we just watched or you think we're good motocross is number one <laughs> and other than that i'm really excited for this next this next set so this next set takes us what 2001 2002 is that what you were saying yep and actually we're 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 going into the 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 time of less decoms so that almost actually finishes 2002 as well i think there's one movie that we don't watch in the top 10 oh wow okay so then then we'll start flying through the years finally because we've been in the the aughts as we've learned in the early 2000s for two years (laughs) (laughs) or a year and a half however long (laughs) we're we're, we're like getting these episodes out basically how the hell disney was making them (laughs) yeah Anyway, okay, so uh, that's it for this roundup. We hope that you guys stuck with us and enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed watching all 10 of these movies, um, which is at least a good, like, 8 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Join us in two weeks. We're all going to come back together again, and we are going to review Jumping Ship. Woohoo! Yeah!